This episode of Bang Bang Podcast is brought to you by Sydney and Eden and Bottles and Books, bringing you the best in contemporary craft beers and whiskies, gins, rums, and liqueurs from the Gloucester Road, the heart, the beating heart of Bristol. And now, making his way to the table, your host for this week's Bang Bang Podcast, Live from Sydney and Eden, it's the bald motherfucker himself, Andy, masturbating at ten, Hall. Hello everybody, I stood up for something, <laughs> I'm sure I stood up, I'm now going to sit down. And that oh. is really as exciting as this entire podcast gets. Well, I mean, this is the second part of our of our... Look at the career of Macho Man Randy Savage. It was his birthday last week. Magical week has gone by. Yeah, it was his birthday last week. Yeah. Um, Who knew? And hey, how's it going? Big thanks to Louie and Beth from uh, Bottles and Books and the guys at Sydney Eden for letting us perform in front of this magical audience of... (laughs) <laughs> There's no one here, but there could be a big audience there. There, there? could be. There's plenty space. of WWF chairs that we could be smacking each other around <laughs> yeah. the head with as well. Yeah, yeah. And thank you to Pig's Bladders for doing our artwork as always. Thank you to Black Lakes Boop. for Superman and Agadoo. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm currently pushing a pineapple and <laughs> drinking coffee. Uh, and yeah, thanks guys for uh, for coming back for some more of this stuff. There's a lot of Christmas episodes coming up. I'm fuck all doing. <laughs> yeah. I won't be listening. Still not to. involved. Still not involved. Apparently, it's... some of you cunts out there are going to be something to do with it. Shame on yourselves, all right? If you're participating in this fucking absolute shod, then fucking shame on you. From the first of December. Every single day, so the 24th, there's going to be at least one show out. There might be two Sat- shows out. Saturation. There's there might be two shows saturation. out. Saturation. It's Christmas. That's what you want. It's, it's, it's like... It's, if, you, if you really are going to fucking listen to every one of these yeah. fucking shengas, you might as well put your fucking genitals on the table and hammer them flat with a fucking meat... Well, it is Christmas, isn't it? It is Christmas, so... For um, sake. See, there's lots of those coming up. Uh, They'll all be bollocks. And if you're one of the people on them, again, shame on you. Yeah, yeah, so they should be good. They'll be Um, a northerner or two. I'll be bound. What's uh, what's happened? I mean, we missed last week about Nigel Pearson getting the sack and our new manager, who by the time this comes out... We'll be sacked as well, probably. Lost a couple of games, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he'll be out as well. We've managed to to hire the ghost of Bernard Manning. What do you think? uh, A, what did you think of Nigel Pearson getting the sack? I thought he did did well Mm. with the constrictions that he had put on him. But we weren't going anywhere with him. Let's be fair. Um, He did well to trim the wages and, and promote some of the... Mm. some of the academy people but we weren't going anywhere no and now we're definitely not going anywhere because we got some fucking tit yeah that hasn't proven himself anywhere but he got sacked from fucking Milton Keynes Dons yeah how yeah. do you get fucking sacked if well, apparently they sold a lot of their best players that's not something we ever do is it is no it? no <laughs> good job he's, he's going to break the mould there isn't he yeah yeah, yeah. but all the best sake. to uh, Liam Manning. Like I said on Facebook yeah. last week, I'm trying to be positive and all I've got is at least it's not Joey Barton. Yeah, there is that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else happened in the past 
we ten minutes to be last. Um, no, I've no. I've managed to I've I've managed to deliver um, a fart of such stank proportions yeah. that I was glad Andy was upstairs. Okay. Um, where did we get to then? We got actually no, <laughs> no. I must remember. Uh, yeah, what have you got to remember? People enjoy the top tens, which I uh, come up with. They don't. I mean, last week we had a top ten of people who died on this day from a heart attack. Which, yeah, uh, which, which is the only fucking decent top ten you've ever had on this fucking... I can do that again if you want. But we are now going to have a look at the... Actually, I wanna, I'm, it's slightly different. I'm going to look at the top 40 from the day that Macho Man Randy Savage made his debut in WWE. At, E, F, uh, and I'm going to put some songs out to you and I want you to give me your opinion on them, okay? It's not just the top 10, it's top 40. Um, 37, There Must Be an Angel Play With My Heart. You're, so this is 1985, July 1985. Yeah, do actually give give some context. Okay, yeah, July 1985, There Must Be an Angel Play With My Heart by the Eurythmics. And... No, no. you're a mix. You on board? Do you have mix? Not really on board, but no. to be honest, um, out in the fields, Gary Moore and Phil Lynott. Absolutely. When did not. Phil Lynott die? Eh? Phil Lynott must have died. Not long after, or just yeah. before. Yeah, alcohol, um, liver gave out. Uh, money's too tight to mention. Simply read. Get fucked. This, these are quite low down in the charts. Thank God. If you love someone, set them free. Why sting? <laughs> I sting the uh, uh, you, you fucking sting the Jordy, not the wrestler. Um, Couldn't get any worse. Life is life. Life is life by Opus. Oh, no, get fucked. Um, My back version's better. <laughs> um, King and a Catholic Star by uh, China Crisis. No, it's not a very good one of the uh, fucking. The word girl, Scrapey Nope. Or Scrapey fan? Nope. Life in One Day by Howard Jones. Nope. <sighs> the Howard Jones, Humans Lib. One of those LPs. Now, come on, I hope you like these, these next two songs. Tur- that turns up. Yeah. There, there are certain um, LPs from the 80s that turn up in most um, charity shop bins. Yeah, Howard the, Jones. The, the top three <laughs> yeah. of those are... Human Lib by Howard Jones. <laughs> yeah. Eurythmics. Yeah. Um, LP and Zenya Amondata by the Police. We're approaching the top ten now. I like these next two songs a lot. So. Well, you're wrong. Whatever they are. Number twelve, Head of the Hills by Tears of Fears. Nope. You're no. Right. Bollocks. Number eleven, Johnny Come Home by the Final Cannibals. Nope. I like the Fire Cannibals. One more friend. Why don't you come on home? Mummy. One of my mates looks like they're going to Fire Cannibals. Fucking ridiculous. I love the Fire Cannibals. Well, you're wrong. Mate. Right, we're into the top ten now. Mm. You a big fan of Marillion? No. Nope. <laughs> we'll skip number ten then. No, we're, I'm not a fan of Marillion dilly dilly. <laughs> Kaylee, number ten. Uh, number nine, history by Mai Tai. Your love is history. Da, 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 no. Number eight. Right, you might like this. Again, we've got to find one of these songs to play at the end of the fucking show. So, 
Unless we play Lord Rockingham's Lebanon, <laughs> yeah. Or England slaughtered by Disco. Um, I'm on fire slash Born in the USA by Bruce. Yeah, we go with, with Bruce. Well, so far, you might change your mind. Number seven, Suddenly by Belly Ocean. No, we're still going with Bruce. Number six, You'll Never Walk Alone by The Crowd. We're still going with Bruce. Number five, Ben by Marty Webb. Is that Ben, the Michael Jackson song? I don't know, it was Marty Webb. Marty Webb is just like a fucking cabaret singer. I think of Marty Kane. It's Marty Kane. Marty a Kane cabaret is... singer. <laughs> it's That's why I can't make stuff. Number four is a good song. Cherish by Calling the Gang. So we're still going with Bruce. Number three, Crazy for You, Madonna. And we're still going with Bruce. It's like, I think it's going to be Bruce. Number two, Axel F by Harold Faltermeyer. Bruce. But what Bruce is it? That's what our, I'm on fire skin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I'm on fire skin, yeah. Decent song, yeah. but we're going, we're, so far we're going with I'm on fire by Bruce Bruce. I think I might change my mind with number one. It's uh, Frankie by Sister Sledge. It's Bruce. Okay. And I'm on fire. Yeah. Strangely enough, played Born in the USA when I saw him live. Didn't play I'm on fire. Did he not? He didn't play... Um, <laughs> he didn't play... Johnny Come Home. <laughs> no, 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 strangely enough, he didn't. <laughs> Oh dear! Are we going to be greatly uh, enhanced? I, I I really like the Fire Cannibals. How about the Joe Boxes? You like them? No. No. Are they from, are they from Bristol? Yes, they were from Bristol. Yeah. Doesn't mean I, I have to like, like them. In, in, in fact, there's more likely I don't like them if they're from Bristol. But where is it? They're, they're not from Bristol, are they? No, they're not from Bristol. No. Set, yeah. They're from Eastern and Gordana. <laughs> from Pill. Pill. <laughs> yeah, Pill, yeah. Pill. I love these still. The ferry boat, uh, the, the pill the ferry. ferry boat song, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I try to think of some other '80s, around the Mates band. How about the um, who sung? Uh, oh, Billy. Who was Billy? Um, Billy McKenzie in the Associates. Yeah, do you like the Associates? Party Fierce too. I do have. Yeah, Party Fierce too is good, isn't it? Yeah, Party Fierce is a very good song. Um, I mean, I could just. Just mention songs which I like for the next hour and a half might be more interesting than what we're going to talk about. No, but no, hey. all I'd say is no. No, probably rubbish. not, no, no. Just you don't have musical taste. You got any gigs lined up? Oh yeah, going to see, oh, you, you might have already seen Teenage Fan Club, have you? By this point, yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, probably, I, would again. Seen, I would have seen Teenage Fan Club by this point when this goes out. Yeah. Any fine young cannibal conference? There'll be absolutely no fine young cannibals going on. My favourite Teenage Fan Club song is probably... Ain't that enough? Reasonable. A bit jingly jangly, isn't it? Sorry, but they are jingly jangly bands, aren't they? I like things like um, It's All In My Mind, yeah. Star Sign, People Try To Fuck With You. Um, what was that song, Spark Is Fucking... Spark Is Dream, off a of Grand Prix, great album. Yeah. I just remember that. Um, I'm going to see The Big Moon again in, in uh, December. In Bristol. Okay. Um, I'm very pleased for you. I don't know if any other gigs lined up. Actually, I might be going to see Granddaddy next year in London. That'd be good. Yeah. If I go, I might not go. I'm not a massive fan. You don't bother going in your Yeah, play. no, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm debating whether to go or not. I liked um, Crystal Lake and the album that was on. I yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, anyway, anybody going into any gigs, write in, let us know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to see the Wonder Stuff at the start of December up in, we're having a long weekend up in London, going out to see my old mate Miles Hunt. Yeah. 
I go in to watch Royal Rumble in Birmingham with uh, Millwall and <laughs> some other people. Yeah, not going. No, no, no. Still not going? No. No. Uh, right, so where did we get to? We got to... Um, WrestleMania oh, 5. Go and check out Bang Bang and the Music, the Spotify playlist. Don't bother. Which, if, 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 last week if, if it's anything like Andy's taste previously, it's just going to be dribble, wouldn't it? We added Lord Rockingham's 11 last week to it, so... And Alexander and Neil criticised. Um, we got to uh, WrestleMania 5. Where? Dad be new. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan won the title from Randy Savage. So what did, what did Savage do after that? I hear you ask people at home. Well, I'll tell you. So, not long after that, things seem to happen on Superstars and on The Brother Love. The Brother Love show was a big kind of... Well, that's what they did to fucking... Yeah. That's the whole point of these fucking sections, is to start new angles. Isn't yeah. Daft cunt. Yeah. Well, he turned up on the Brother Love show and uh, introduced, formally introduced Sensational Sherry as his new manager. And when she turned up, first of all, she didn't have any of the face paint or any of that kind of... She no, looked fairly it working, normal. It was, it, was, yeah. it was a work in progress, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, what did she do? So she was... She was a former women's champion, and she back in she's those former days. WWF and AWA yeah. women's champion. She's a she, she's yeah, a yeah, yeah. proven talent. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was what it's deceptively yeah a big for a, a, a woman oh, yeah. wrestler as well. She's five foot ten, but technically pretty gifted, and she could brawl and act with the best of them as yeah. well. She was a complete fucking talent. Yeah, yeah. Not related to Rick Martel, was she? That's because neither of them were called Martel in real life. Really not? No. Okay. Um, he was still going with Hogan on the house show loops for a while after WrestleMania. Yeah. Because that was the thing that they would, back in the day when the house show loop was a thing, they would do angles on TV for the house show. So yeah, yeah. At the time. So that's where they made their money, was the house shows, wasn't it? Um, the, uh, one of the WrestleManias... Uh, one of the Saturday night's main events after WrestleMania was the um, Hogan versus Bossman in the, the cage. Fact. Yeah. That they still would. Yeah. And that I think they did it up to as recently as um, Diesel. Yeah. Beating. Yeah. Howdy beating, do, so. um, Howdy Doody for the championship. They used to have regular world titles whether it be um, tag or the actual world titles yeah. change hands on the big Madison Square Garden shows mm. if any other belt changed hands anywhere else it was because they either had to yeah. or they made it up okay <laughs> yeah. yeah like like Bret Hart's win in Saskatoon yeah. It was because Rick Flair had said, I'm going. Yeah. So yeah. he said, right, we'll just get it and then we'll announce it on TV. Well, we get to a... a... Um, let, uh, Pat Patterson's Intercontinental... Yeah, that tournament. Tournament win in Rio de Janeiro yeah. never happened. No. But it was, yeah. So anything other than Madison Square Gardens, if they changed hands, it was, it was either a lie yeah. or... 
quickly had to do it. Do you think that was a bit of a rib on Pat Patterson? It was an absolute rib on Pat- Patterson because apparently the carnivals are Yeah, I was going to say, you yeah. Know, I, I don't believe it is. But, no. Um, they were trying to take the piss out of him some yeah. way, innit, by having it in, win it in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. where they never had fucking matches or, or house shows or anything ever. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Well, on that Saturday night's main event, the, the f- famous Saturday night, which, which I, I covered, the show covered earlier on this year, uh, the Hogan Bossman cage match. One of the best. Again, that was a fucking good match. You were really digging the fucking scrape in the barrel by this point for the podcast, weren't you? Oh, no, because it was a really good match. Really, That's the thing. Really I tend to go in. Did you do it with some sort of northerner? It's from Scotland. Even worse. Um, but that was Zeus's first appearance. It was. Tiny Lister. Tom uh, Tiny Lister. Yeah, yeah. Um, who, who played the President of the United States of America in Mars Attacks. Did he? Yes. I'd never seen Mars Attacks. So. Great film. Um, but Saturday nights. It, it, so after Zeus made his debut, um, Savage got into a bit of an altercation with Beefcake as well on the Brother Love show, and they cut Beefcake's mullet off. Excellent work, Savage. Um, and then yeah. he announced the match. I could, I could dig you up and kiss your skull. For SummerSlam, which was going to be the big, you know, the big match of Beefcake and Hogan against Zeus and... Somebody else, Zeus. Uh, yeah. Um... But I mean, to be fair, Zeus didn't look too bad in the ring. He couldn't wrestle Zeus, but he looked imposing. Um, and some of the promos of this time, with Sherry with the cauldron and uh, Zeus has got the, uh, he's got madness and he's got the eye of the madness, which is the one which points the other way to the yeah, other Yeah, he's... <laughs> He's fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's boss eyed, isn't he? <laughs> he's boss eyed, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the kind of big build up to the the second SummerSlam, um, which had Tony Schiavone on, commentating on that. Yeah, so one of the few he did. And it was nice. He left. It was nice hearing with Jesse on that because again, it's just you know a lot of those WCW pay per views with Jesse and Tony Schiavone, and this is actually. It's funny to hear him on the, on WWE TV, um, but a genius read a poem at SummerSlam <laughs> pre-match. Uh, it was nice to see Lanny getting a uh, a payday, obviously with his brother. But he always looked after him, didn't he? When he went, we're not talking about his WCW stuff, but quite famously, that was one of the big contracts from the in the WCW that for yeah, people yeah. that. Um, Never actually got paid. Or well, we never got paid, we never actually did any actual fucking work, you know, WCW. Yeah, Lanny was one of was them. Was Lanny Poffo. No. Um, yeah, Elizabeth comes out as well, so she's going to manage Hogan and Beefcake. 15 minutes this match goes, and you've got one wrestler in the match, to be fair. You've got Hulk Hogan, Brutus Beefcake, Zeus, and fucking Randy Savage. And it can't get Zeus down. It takes the, uh, the the loaded purse of Sherry to uh, eventually get Zeus down. And uh, oh, obviously Hogan wins. And then 
they give Sherry an atomic drop and then they cut Sherry's ponytail off uh, afterwards. Um, I quite didn't, I didn't mind. I remember getting to, I mainly got to WrestleMania 6, so this is all kind of leading up to WrestleMania 6, wasn't it? So it was, this stuff kind of happened in around that time and I can remember seeing a few of these Saturday night's main events when we caught them randomly on TV and seeing like things like fucking Zeus and that as a kid, it was, it was, it was nuts. Um, after some of that, I was used to go off with Ted DiBiase for a bit. So Macho turned his attentions to uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. They'd be feuding on and off throughout the year anyway, before the Hogan stuff kicked back off. And they had a, a match on a random episode of Superstars where Savage beat Duggan for the crane and uh, beat him up afterwards. And there's people in the crowd crying because Duggan had lost the... But Duggan was probably number two face. Possibly, possibly. It's probably between him and the Warrior for number two face. Yeah. Far yeah. from Hogan, I'd say. So if you're going to feud anybody afterwards... It was the the kind of the guy to feud for, to feud with, I think. Um, so yeah, so he gets the crown, and they have a special coronation ceremony. The Macho King and Queen Sherry, and he gets the uh, special crown, and Ted DiBiase gives him a present of the the special golden scepter. And then that feud with Duggan goes on for the rest of the year, including Survivor Series, where he got the King's Court, which is Savage Bravo. The Canadian Earthquake making his debut. Couple of Canadians there. And, and Greg Valentine as well. Is he Canadian? No. No. <laughs> uh, they took on the 4x4s, which was probably potentially... I'm not actually going to say the worst Survivor Series, but it's not, is it? It's Jim Duggan, Bret Hart, Ronnie Garvin and Hercules. No, Solid team, team isn't it? Was this this the year where the winners of each match went into? I'm the, not sure. The, if it, I don't know if that was this year. Was, was it the? It might have been this year because it was Hogan and Warrior in the in the. Yeah, yeah. yeah it might have been this and, year. And Ch- Chico Santana as well, wasn't it? But uh, yeah, yeah, could be. Tito was a late replacement for the Widowmaker Barry Windham. Yeah, he off. left. Yeah. At this point, who, who probably is like Terry Funk? He probably his horse died. Actually, Maybe, um, I know the reason he did. It's counterfeiting. Leave is counterfeiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Savage, Dino Bravo and Earthquake one. Back Jack Mulligan was counterfeiting things and he benefited from it, so they had to sort of, he just went, all right, I'm off. For the uh, upcoming Survivor Series, they, they, uh, a promo poster was released last week and it's Cody Rhodes in uh, like camouflage makeup. And it's getting a lot of Barry Windham stalker reference. <laughs> 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 he looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Course. Which he is, isn't he? Yeah, but and we actually we're gonna get to his the Rhodes family in a minute. But um, so Savage wrestling a lot on superstars at this point. Yeah. Uh, no holds barred. The match, the movie. It Did you see it. the? Uh... No. No. Well, um, we're covering the holds barred in, in a few weeks' time. The movie, not the match. Yeah, with somebody else. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen them. The, I've seen the, the movie, unfortunately. I don't think I've ever seen the match. It's not available anywhere. I don't think it's on the network. The cage match. Probably not. No. Must be available somewhere, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, but obviously Hogan and Beefcake won that, and that was Zeus done 
yeah. So he says, or he said, is he dead, Tony Lister? Yes, he is. Yeah. He said that he was going <laughs> to, he was promised um, that he's going to win the world title at WrestleMania. <laughs> Don't look like that. Yo, That's what he said. On. That's what he said. He was going to be the first black world champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Royal Rumble, Savage was eliminated by... Jeff Hardy. No. Dusty Rhodes. <sighs> the American Dream. Uh, the Common Man. Um, He's just a turbid man. The, the third main event. I'm not sure what the viewing figures were for that. But it was uh, Hogan and Savage, a rematch. And it was going to be with Mike Tyson as a special guest ref. Okay. But what happened? Um, Mike Tyson raped somebody? Yeah, well, yeah, but not, not, not in this moment. But he lost to Buster Douglas. Ah, right. So, so Buster Douglas was a special guest referee instead. Oh, dear. Uh, and yeah, so... Um, Savage lost that match with Buster Douglas was a special guest referee. After that, it kicked off the feud between the common man and the king. So, uh, so Macho and Sherry feuding with Dusty and uh, his lady friend, Sweet Sapphire. Ugh. WrestleMania 6 was a mixed tag match between Savage, Sherry uh, versus Dusty and Sapphire. And Elizabeth came down as a big surprise. Elizabeth? In the corner of, uh, of Dusty. Uh, and Sapphire picked up the win at WrestleMania. She's got a... Well, she, I mean, she had a... She's dead now. Actually, everybody... <laughs> look at this match. Everybody is dead. Everybody is dead. Savage, Sherry, Elizabeth, Dusty and Sapphire. There all you dead. go. Uh, and she, she got the win. And the old, uh, the old dance at the end. And that feud went on to SummerSlam. But then the issue at SummerSlam was that in the build to SummerSlam, Sapphire had been receiving... Yes. Yeah, her head was turned from a secret admirer who turned out to be well so she was supposed to be wrestling Sherry at SummerSlam but she never turned up the the official verdict was a count out yeah. victory for Sherry wasn't it and they said she's that scary that the opponents won't even uh, she was bought off by Matthew, uh, she was bought off by Ted DiBiase yeah so uh, yeah Dusty was wrestling Savage later on and her heart was broken when DiBiase showed up with Sapphire she had a duffel bag full of WWE WWF duffel bag full of money yeah. <laughs> and a fur coat and a necklace and it's just, just you know, to prove that everyone's got a price for uh, DBRC and uh, Randy lost in about two minutes <laughs> well that was yeah um, a few came to an end between Randy and Dusty at Saturday night's main event in October when um, a match which is fucking ingrained in my Memory. So I'm, I was watching at this point then, because this, this was the match where Dustin was at ringside. Yeah. And DBRC and Virgil came down and uh, got him out of the crowd and beat him up. He did. I remember that fucking like it was yesterday. Uh, and that was the end of the um, Savage Dusty feud. But that, it, Dusty looked good then, in good shape. For Dusty, I guess. For Dusty. They um, did another match on Saturday Night's main event as well. But at this point, Savage had turned his attention to the WWF champion at that point. He was the uh, ultimate warrior. Yeah, and don't worry, people. We'll never be doing a Ultimate Warrior special. No, no. But they, um, 
he won a few matches and he was the number one contender but for some reason he didn't have a match at the Rumble 91 Savage was the number one contender and had a, he said he had a guarantee from the Warriors <laughs> opponents who were Sarge and Slaughter that if, if Sarge won he would give Randy a title shot and Randy won a, a similar guarantee from the Warrior uh, and he sent Sherry out to try and sort of seduce him it's quite weird seeing like Sherry in the because Sherry would just get in people's faces and not give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. And the warrior didn't know how to react to human beings. <laughs> no, no, but, no, no. <laughs> no, let alone acting or that kind of thing. So, um, but he refused, and Savage doesn't take that well. <coughs> so they ended up um, getting involved in a title match, which I kind of forgot about. Um, and they uh, smashed the scepter over the Warriors' head, allowing yeah. Iraq to have their first WWF champion. Yeah, their first Iraqi <laughs> yeah. champion, yep. Yeah. And in Storyline, Savage was supposed to be in the Rumble, but he fled the building in fear for his own life. Um, so Warrior then challenged Savage to a retirement match at WrestleMania. I fucking love that match as well, to be honest. That was a... Like, and... and the original person, and we've gone into this before, but the original yeah. person to take um, Sergeant Slaughter's role to 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 was going to be Tugboat. It was going to be Tugboat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could have been Tugboat as uh, world champion. It could have been, yeah. This is... Look at the size of him. Yeah, but... Straight Tugboat. Uncle, Uncle... Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred was not the most um, imposing of people. He still had his WWE title and just got struck from the struck from history, didn't it? Um, it did, it did. The the the, the unspoken reign of Steve's just blowing his nose <laughs> for the audio uh, audio version of the podcast, as opposed to the visual version of the podcast. Um, you really do talk out your fucking ass, don't you? The uh, that match at WrestleMania, then the yeah. Warrior Savage match. Another good match, but again, practiced to the nth degree. Yeah. And Savage was savvy enough to tailor the match. Yeah. To the Warriors' strong points. Yeah. And Savage was left to carry the emotion. I think I cried at the end of this match. Oh God! The fucking the whole match was was. A masterful display of fucking wrestling manipulation by Randy Savage yeah. from from making making the Warrior look like a credible wrestler. I mean, who fucking manages that yeah. feat? To the whole storyline and and the emotion in in the match and and the roller coaster that the match went through is just fucking to me that Savage's greatest match. Yeah. Probably is from from a whole whole wrestling perspective. Yes, yeah. him and Steamboat was the better wrestling match. Yeah, but as we all are very much aware, that's not the point of professional wrestling. No, is it? It's the whole fucking spectacle. It's yeah. it's the story. It's the emotion. It's the match. It's the fucking acting and the whole thing. From from a sports entertainment, yes, people, sports entertainment perspective, yeah. that is about as good as it gets. From I, mean, a, I suppose if you look at it, if you look at the 
the three matches we've spoken about so the Steamboat Savage match the Hogan Savage match now this one I suppose Steamboat is Steamboat Steamboat is a really fucking good wrestler Hogan to a point can do a job but to get a match of any kind of emotion out of the Ultimate Warrior, it's, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, it's a miracle. And but yeah. that, that's that's as good as sports entertainment gets. Yeah, that's that, that just a perfect example. If you were going to show yeah. somebody one match yeah. that encapsulated everything yeah. about what was good about wrestling, I think you could yeah. start there, and you wouldn't be far off because and it the had aftermath as well. It yeah. had fucking yeah, it had everything, didn't yeah. it? The, the raw emotion it had people fucking crying their eyes out for more than one reason yeah not just because Hacksaw had lost the crane no no indeed, but no, <laughs> no. It, it, it had it had everything people were fucking crying because yeah the macho man had to retire then again they were fucking everybody was re-crying after he fucking made up with Elizabeth yeah it was just uh, fuck yeah. all to do with the um, ultimate warrior no and everything to do with the artistry and the fucking genius of Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't knock it. That's my rant for today, people. Well, that's no, not a rant. It's that's fucking uh, yeah. That's wrestling, mate. It is, yeah, yeah. And it's rare you get that emotion. And like you, if you look back to the the storyline we were talking about last week, the Mega Powers storyline. It is a. I think at the time that was like one of the biggest, it's not the biggest WrestleMania or the biggest kind of, obviously the, the, the fucking ratings they were getting on the, the main event and stuff. But the, that intrinsic storyline of kind of jealousy that kind of plays into people can associate with that. Could Jay White do that? <laughs> I'm sure he could. No, he couldn't. That <laughs> knows he couldn't. I watched the American Royal from London the other night. <laughs> Brian Glover is uh... Leon Harris. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You made me miss. I never miss. <laughs> I can't do a Yorkshire. Oh, I can't do any fucking accent. Actually, I did not a bad uh, UTC Rob a couple of weeks ago. But I was uh, describing his time when he came down to Bristol for a few drinks. Sorry, but, Rob. Uh, and, yeah, and you. And by the way. Your rationale for the Draper's arms being fucking better than Sydney and Eden, yeah. the fact they did free peanuts, yeah. just shows you up for the cheapskate northern bastard you are. Yeah, yeah. And, and another thing, fucking UTT <laughs> podcast winning the Monday fucking morning war. <laughs> Which ridiculous cunt said that? I think that was one of the many people who sent in comments for me to read out and I got drunk and forgot to read them out. So. Yeah, but then fuck you. Well, you know, um, but that get it, 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 that's when wrestling is because uh, one of the one of the upcoming shows at Christmas time <laughs> is looking at uh, CM Punk's time in AEW. Now, so it'll be about a fourteen-minute episode. It won't be very long. No, but you go back and look at some of that stuff and. Where we haven't had an AW chat, we read in these two episodes. It's getting quite late in the evening to do it now. But you think back to Punk in WWE when he did the pipe bomb and all that kind of shit, which he was famous for. That was still managed, wasn't it? 
yeah. It wasn't saying they would then say that you can literally say what you fucking want. This is this is what yeah. you're going out to say. We'll make it look like a shoot, but it's not. But it was a believable shoot but because you look it back, was well acted. I look back at the uh, Eddie Kingston punk stuff. Obviously, Eddie Kingston's good because Eddie Kingston is real and. But the stuff they're saying in those promos... No, he's a wrestler, he's not real. Well, the, but the stuff they say in those promos is genuine, isn't it? I think, about punk. They, they fucking hate him, he's a cunt. Which is the, the, the sentiment of these promos. But that's not generally good for... I mean, it does, it does emit an emotion, and you kind of think, oh yeah, that's great, it's, you know, it, this is fucking real, and this is... Uh, Attitude era stuff, people coming out and calling, you know, talking shit about each other. But when it's actually real, yeah, it doesn't end well, does it? No, no, no. <laughs> Especially if, if if the other guy, I, I, I don't think I'd imagine Punk is quite happy dishing out and saying what he wants about other people. Oh, of course. If someone comes in and says, "Listen, you're a fucking cancer. Nobody wants you here." X, Y, Z. I can't imagine he takes that very well. And that's no. why you end up with what happened and, and more. So there is a... But, like, what, what I'm trying to get to is when wrestling's done right, it can produce that kind of emotion from people. I've already made that point. Yeah, no, but I'm just, I'm just bringing you're it just, into... You're just fucking repeating what I'm I I'm bringing it into context now where people try and emit that emotion from people but try and do it in a way which they see as being real and realistic. When actually you don't need to do that. If you just use basic fucking storytelling, which this was back then, you can still get that kind of well, emotion from disappeared people. up our own asses with, with that in wrestling. Me and you are. Just, we're, no, no, we don't. Just wrestling, we're, yeah. We're as real as fucking wrestling gets. Mm. But we've, we've disappeared as a fucking culture up our own asses with wrestling because the era of the work shoot. Yeah. Nobody believes a fucking word anybody fucking says anyway. No. And they're trying too hard, especially Tony Kant. Yeah. Brian's brother. You're a fan of Rick Flair's uh, <laughs> signing and... Uh... No. What, what is the point of him... Other than... An, um, I need Christian come out and saying... Uh, what did he say? They were talking about... Um, I can't remember what you were talking about, but when he came out and Chrissy came out and said, uh, he made jokes about Flair's liver being black and there's a, if there's any proof that God doesn't exist, it's that Rick Flair hasn't died of a heart attack in the last 10 years. Like, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't, it, there's I don't no know point what. to Rick Flair being back. There's well, no what? point, there's no point to Sting being there. there no, 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 I think, I think to be there, fair, no. They've done. They've done all right with Sting. Sting still got. Sting has still got some worth and some value. No. And I Sting is. Yeah, he he's just Darby Allen's fucking. Yeah, dad. no, but he's. He is. I, I think they've done up until actually up until this retirement storyline. They've done Sting quite well because Sting hasn't been cutting fucking promos. I, I can remember watching years of TNA of eight minute fucking Sting promo. Like when was Sting good? Sting was good. Sting was at his best when Sting, you know, said fuck all. Yeah. Didn't he? And they, they were doing that. And now, but now, since this retirement thing has come, Reverend Sting cutting jolly sort of face 
promo. It's just like, and then it add Ric Flair to the mix, and then it just does and it add edge to the mix. Yeah, like, none of those are po- did no. But I think I think really, apart from him making dead dad jokes, yeah. Where's the point in Christian? They're, they're all way past relevant. In, in, in theory, Christian and his little gang is is getting the kind of them in the in the spotlight. And he's funny, and he's good on the mic, and he. Well, yeah, but it's just just time to. But there's there's a time to just. Yeah, but in, in, especially in Rick Flair's case, on. definitely in Rick Flair's case, definitely in Sting's case, probably in Edge's case. Get in there with Christian. Yeah, Christian if you keep good, him away right. from the ring. Yeah. I mean, Christian can do a... I don't believe in people pushing it too far or, or too long. But what we... Yeah, but my... Original issue was... Was that, yeah. You, if, you, if you still use these... Traditional... Storylines and techniques, I think you could still get that emotional response from a crowd. Rather than having to resort to people cutting fucking shoot promos, everybody going, oh, can't believe, like, Punk called fucking MJF uh, a less famous Miz and things like that. It's like, yeah, I just, you know, it, it, it's funny for, like, ten minutes, but then actually, what does it, what does it do? What does it fucking, what does it mean nothing? Right. It doesn't mean anything. No. It doesn't, but... What's this got to do with Randy Macho Man Savage? Well, no, but I was just saying about, we talked about the emotion involved in this match yeah, and how that try, could be... It's called trying to drag you back on top. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so he was gone then from TV for a bit because obviously he was forced he did, to retire. He had, yeah, he, he's, he was still he's, doing house show stuff though, apparently, on the quiet. Yeah. But uh, he wasn't on TV. Um, having some well-earned yeah. time off because he was central to most of WWF's TV in some shape or form all yeah. the way through from when he first joined mm-hmm. really and he'd, he'd been he'd been ever present when other people had come and gone yeah he'd be there picking up the slack for people yeah. so he he really earned some some downtime mm. at that point which is is no bad thing that point in his personal life him and Liz were going through some issues anyway yeah yeah so uh. the genius move by the uh yeah. Well, the WWF was to bring them back together and then put them getting <laughs> married again just when they were about to divorce. Yeah. Well so, done, Vin. On an on on episode of Super Size, Randy proposed to uh, to Miss Elizabeth. Elizabeth! Will you marry me? Elizabeth! <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> um, and yeah, the, the, the wedding at SummerSlam. The marriage made in heaven. Which I think... And the match made in hell. I think the the only other wedding WWF wedding was Uncle Elmer's wedding. On yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is probably the only wedding since this that went well. That actually, ended up with two people getting married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody getting attacked. Oh, you missing his test still dead? Well, <laughs> <laughs> he um. So that yeah, that was the. Uh, Summer, and that was the main event SummerSlam that was the last thing on the, the co-main event it, it was the it closed the show though. it closed the show <laughs> it yeah. closed the show a wedding which nobody got fucking attacked or nobody went for any cake but prior to the wedding 
is one of the best episodes of primetime wrestling of all time, which was uh, Macho Man's Stag Night, which was, which was attended by... Probably the Bushwhackers. Al Hayes, Mean Gene, Sean Mooney, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby Heenan, Jameson, the Bushwhackers, yeah. Slick, Sherry to the net for a bit, Cooker Beware, Piper, some belly dancers. Uh, but Jake the Snake turned up, but wasn't let in. Jake had recently gone fucking mental after uh, trying to cure the Ultimate Warrior of, of his cure of death. <coughs> yeah. Um, so Jake wasn't allowed in. Obviously, that wouldn't come back to haunt anyone at any point. No, not at all. Um, so yeah, there was a beautiful tribute before the wedding, and no shenanigans until afterwards. The wedding all goes. Well. Just, if you want, I might have put up the the wedding reception <coughs> uh, bit because Vince is doing like a very nice uh, sort of voiceover of the, of the wedding reception. Um, first dance goes off on a hitch. Cake gets cut. Nobody ends up face first on the cake. Until they start opening the gifts, and uh, some cunt bought a snake. <laughs> bought a snake. Um, what do that was? Yeah, uh, and Undertaker and Jake. Jake looks fucking. He turns up. He's like a, a pretty smart shirt on, like leather trousers and fucking snakeskin boots. He looks. Oh, he's dressed appropriately for a for a wedding reception. Uh, he looks the business, um, and uh, they attack Macho. Thank God, Justice is there to. To make the save, um, which led then to Macho Man making a campaign to be reinstated, which for me seemed to go on for. I remember watching this at the time. The reinstate Macho Man campaign seemed to go on for quite a long time, but it was only a couple of months. Jack Tony kept refusing until that famous episode of Superstars where he was goaded into the ring by uh, by Jake and the fucking uh, the snake. Uh, he suddenly not had a python. He suddenly got a cobra <laughs> yeah. for the first time ever. I mean, that storyline was like fucking insane. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Considering it was a fairly conservative time. Uh, yeah, just have a man ch- snake chew on the man's arm on TV. When they showed it, I know when they, I think they showed it the first time when they showed it this one, it would just cut to a, there's like an X over the yeah, snake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, watched, I, I watched Tuesday in Texas Yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that feud, yeah, so they went on, I don't know why, 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 I don't know why that wasn't on Survivor Series, when they saved it for Tuesday in Texas. I think they were looking at the, running the, what later became the in your house yeah um cut price paper yeah, yeah and they were looking at running maybe going towards monthly pay-per-views so the tuesday in texas was like a tester for that There's some i mean jake left probably what's it we left after wrestlemania yeah, could have and turned up on Halloween Havoc in the, yeah. uh, the spin the wheel make the deal match. Which well, he was incredible, wasn't he? At this point, yeah. Like the, the help, po- help the Undertaker turn face. face as yeah, well. but like, the potential for uh, for like a Jake main event face. But he never him and Hogan didn't particularly mix, did they? No. He very because he, he was taller than Hogan, wasn't he for a start? 
I think he was. I think he was the set for me tall. Jake. He's six five. He's my my height. Um, and Hogan was six six six. But seven. I think they they wrestled very rarely. Well, nine. Same as same as Rick Rude and Hogan never really wrestled, did they? No. Sorry, that's what I was doing. Because Rick picked. Rude was too stiff for Hogan. Yeah, period. yeah, yeah. But yeah, there would have been could have been the potential for a fucking big Jake uh, heel run. Could have, but Jake had a. We got a, go- a, a, had, a golden a, contract, then he from uh, WCW until Bill Watts came in and said, No, fuck you, you're not getting any of that at all. Yeah, but like, we, we covered it yeah, on the Jake episode, he got prom- promised but the Jake, world. Jake was, yeah, Jake was, Jake was very good at pissing in his own chips, though, wasn't yeah, he? So. Yeah. So did the match at uh, Tuesday in Texas. Which uh, which Randy won, but after that Jake like physically slaps Liz mm. just to kind of push it on. Well, and, and then she was gonna he was gonna attack Liz backstage, and that was that was on the Saturday night's main event. Yeah, but he had, that, that was, was a stopped, big blow off match. That was stopped by the Undertaker leading to their match at um, yeah. WrestleMania Eight, wasn't it? But it never. It's quite interesting to see Jake had a big feud with Rick Rude, didn't he? Yeah. We covered this on the Jade St. Roberts episode about three or four years ago, whatever. But he never had many big main event pay-per-view. Yeah, no, not main event, but pay-per-view matches for his feuds. I think him and Rude got settled on Saturday night's main event or somewhere. Him and Savage didn't get a pay-per-view match. No. Nope. Um, obviously got the one with The Undertaker, but he didn't have many big sort of pay-per-view Matches. I was with one with Martel. That was at WrestleMania, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in quite a few with a, a, a decent matches at WrestleMania. His, his matches with people like Bloody Brutus, the Barber Beefcake, and and um, Rick Rude. I suppose the Undertaker was a, one Undertaker, of the biggest stars. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it, it it was oh god, it was it was. Ted DiBiase. Yeah, it was WrestleMania, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah when yeah. he was a, a face. Yeah, yeah. So he did have a few, a good run of decent matches, but nothing right at the top of the, nothing right at the top of the card, was it? Yeah, so. yeah. So after that uh, Saturday night's main event, after the Royal Rumble, they had the um, the press conference following the Royal Rumble. Obviously, Flair won the title, and Savage was in the, the four potential was it four? Three. It was, it was, it was... Sid Justice. Sid Justice, Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper, yeah. And... Savage. Savage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When Sid, the best press conference of all time, when Sid thought he was going to, uh, he was going to win. Um, but Hogan got selected, didn't he? Yeah. It was going to be Hogan and Flair at WrestleMania, but then Sid and Hogan got into a bit of a feud. Um, when Sid turned on Hogan at Saturday Night's main event and then smashed up the barbershop and the um, when got shaving cream all over his face really poor quality T- to be honest the person that was to blame for that fu- feud was Hulk Hogan with, yeah. his, with his awful behaviour at yeah, Royal Rumble. Rumble yeah, yeah. So we very up- clearly every man for himself that's the fucking tagline to the whole run yeah so we ended up with Savage and Flair then was the feud after uh, Hogan and Sid won their way, uh, and that was all kind of built around Flair being the uh, was it the oldest ride, uh, oldest ride longest queue. 
Um, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. He's been with Elizabeth before. She's damaged so good, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and those photos will go down in uh, in history. The the uh, the photoshopped, <laughs> but, the, but the two of them and the horse, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, so that was the storyline going in. It flared, and he was going to reveal. He had like a, a naked picture of Elizabeth, and he was going to reveal it at WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> which never happened. Um, and then after a reasonable match. It's a decent match. When, when more, more um, noticeable, note of, uh, no, more notoriety around um, the fact that Flair got uh, bladed against yeah, yeah, against um, Vince's explicit orders. And his ass was on display. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, uh, yeah. Got his ass out, Untanned especially ass. for the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the roll-up. Yeah. And, and then it ended up with Randy Savage starting his second reign as WWF World Champion. Yeah. It's, um... I don't, I mean, it's strange why they went... I suppose they, they made the decision to go with Flair at, at, the, at the Rumble. Um... I suppose if they didn't want to give it, they didn't want to keep it off of Hogan, then Again, just a, it's the bad guy being yeah. a transitory world champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, SummerSlam 92, which I think you were, were you at SummerSlam 92? I, I don't know whether you were aware. Yeah. But I was at SummerSlam <laughs> yeah. 92. Yeah. Um, and I regularly turn up on WWE um, documentaries around the time I've turned up on The Undertaker yeah um, his I've turned up on The Road Warriors I've turned up on obviously SummerSlam 1992 yeah. and I've turned up on several other compilations yeah they, they owe me a lot of money yeah. fucking money for Jesse Ventura you're been, yeah, yeah I'm taking them to court mm-hmm. um that was a good match again though that was another but there was a lot of shenanigans weren't there that shenanigans Savage and the Warrior uh, so that's the SummerSlam wasn't it Free match. Yeah, yeah. I was face versus face. Right at the front, it was dark, and it yeah. was the the whole point of me wanting to be at SummerSlam yeah. was so I could get that close to Ric Flair and Mr. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. To sort of bask in their aura. Yeah. Um, but that, that, I, when we did we cover that show a couple of years ago and watching that match, but I kind of forgot about that match because everybody thinks about the. Well, in my mind, that SummerSlam is. I think about the first match. And the last match, I think about the Road Warriors coming out on the fucking bikes and the... That uh, wasn't the first match. Was it not the first match? No, it was the first match. That three-way, uh, six-man tag with Virgil. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that match. It was, it was Nails and the Nasty Boys versus... Was that on TV? Yeah. God. Um, but all I, yeah, I think about the Legion of Doom and how much of a rip-off they were at Demolition. And I think about the main event. Um... So we're going back and watching our match. It's similar, isn't it, again, to the, without the emotion involved in the first one, but you managed just to get a good match out of Warrior. Yeah, yeah. And the shenanigans with Flair and uh, Perfect Outside. Yeah, that was... And they, they teamed for a while, then the, the Ultimate Maniacs were, were a bit of a team. Yeah, yeah. Until, <laughs> until uh, the Warrior got done for drugs uh, and they fucked off. So at, at Survivor Series, it's supposed to be... Um, Flair and Razor against the Ultimate Maniacs. I think this is the first year they stopped doing the fucking 
multi-man matches. Yeah, um, and then it's dragged Mr. Perfect out of out of his Lloyd's of London, Lloyd's of London contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so he was dragged out to fill and in. It was that whole debacle. Yeah. that led to Lloyds of London never insuring a professional wrestler again no um, it's mental to think that uh, Bulldog was gone as well wasn't he yeah so Bulldog put his greatest moment earlier on that summer and it was fucking gone in the autumn he was gone yeah he, he lost his title yeah. fairly quickly afterwards yeah um, Shawn Michaels, to Shawn Michaels when his his finishing manoeuvre was the back suplex. Yeah. Yeah. Or as Gordon Soleil correctly... Yeah. Gordon Soleil would Gordon call Soleil. it... Gordon Soleil. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon Soleil would, uh, yeah. would correctly call a suplex a suplex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they had the match at Survivors, so then... Uh, Raw started in January, so Savage was the kind of commentator on Raw. Yeah, he wasn't Decision happy about that. No. For the first couple of Raws, um, that was Ric Flair going, losing the loser leaves time match to Mr. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he wasn't happy about that. Uh, there was a sort of a shift from the steroid monsters of yore at that yeah. point. Um, and there was a, a, a shift of ethos and it was bringing people like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart to the fore and a more athletic um, style of wrestling. And Vince didn't think that Randy Savage had much of a future, even though, really, he sort of fitted in more with that ty- type of new wrestling that he was trying to push, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, that was but I thing, guess yeah. he was seen too much as a dinosaur from, yeah. from back then, yeah. even though his style of wrestling actually fitted in really well with the new... He wasn't massive, 245 pounds. He was, no. he was not a, a steroid monster by any means. But it's a, it's a strange time because you've got... We, we covered WrestleMania 9, and you've got the... You've still got, obviously, Hogan's at WrestleMania 9. Quite yeah, famously. you've still got people like Crush. Savage is commentator on WrestleMania yeah. 9, isn't he? But then you've got you fucking Bob Backlund wrestlers at WrestleMania 9 against uh, Razor Ramon. Um, and then you've got Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, you know, all the, all the good young, t- uh, Lex Luger. <laughs> all the good young talent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the um, he was still he, was he still wrestled a bit. So back then, didn't it? he, he uh, yeah, he wrestled in that rumble of '94, and he was the the runner up when Yokozuna pushed him over the top rope and quite dramatic. Uh, yeah. After going for a pin for some reason, didn't he? And Yoko pushed him over the top rope. Apparently, he was a big uh, proponent of Yokozuna and wanted to do that spot. He was very much on Yoko's side and yeah, wanted yeah. to give him the give him the rub. Um, he's back on commentary then uh, until uh, Crush turned Kuna heel on Crush. Kuna Crush well the storyline was that Savage uh, encouraged Crush to enter the uh, the body slam challenge on the uh, on the art royal <laughs> and uh, he put his back out doing that so Crush had a grudge against Savage because he put his back out trying to slam your casino so he came back in uh beat up Savage and Savage got blood as well on Raw which was like an unusual thing Um, and that led to their match at Wrestlemania 10 which was a force count anywhere match 
Which went on. <laughs> well, went I didn't on. mind that match though. And apparently he was fucking good mates with Crush. So he wanted to... Oh, he beat him. Okay. <laughs> he still won. But he wanted to uh, put on a good show with him. Um, and that was... That was his last match on TV. It was, yeah. For WWF. Uh, a contract was up in October. And the kind of feeling was from WWF, they didn't want to offer him a in-ring contract they wanted him to keep done. he was he felt he was wasted as a commentator yeah he still had stuff to give and they felt like they were moving on and on the other side Hogan had recently signed with WCW and Earthquake had signed and B-Kick had signed it and was everybody going over so yeah. he, he went and he was 42 then which now is fucking Finn Balor's older than that isn't he yeah 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 so, Cody Ray, Cody Ray's is older than 40, isn't he's from not 42, is he? I don't know. Doesn't matter, does it? Don't care. Doesn't matter. And then he went to WCW, but we'll save that story for another day. For yet another day. Because the first thing I've got is him interfering in Hulk Hogan versus The Butcher, which was the main event of Starcade. We have Hulk Hogan versus Brutus Beefcake. That's an indicator of where WCW was in 1994. And this is why you haven't watched any of his run in WCW. No. Because WCW was garbage around that point. That's Hulk Hogan's fault, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And not long after that, he was in a feud with... Well, basically, Ric Flair... A, a, a woman interfered in one of his matches, and it was Ric Flair in drag. So at that point, I was like, no, we're not coming. We're not going to yeah, come Let's not bother with this. Let's not bother with that. As I got to 4,000 words, but... Finishing off, where if you the fucking Mount Rushmore thing is bollocks, but where would you put Savage in like wrestling folklore? If you're going, I mean, I don't know who you would have is from that time. He's got to be on that particular era's Mount Rushmore. There's yeah. no two ways about it. You're you're looking from that era, the Mount Rushmore being him Hogan. Um, from a WWF or from, yeah, yeah from, from WWF yeah him Hogan Piper I think you've got to have, for that again from and when I started watching Warriors. It, yeah Warriors got to be on there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, from that sort of cartoon era yeah that, that's that's your main Rushmore of of, of WWF and in in WWF and obviously around that time um the WCW Mount Rushmore would be um, Van Hammer, Arachnaman, yeah, um, the Candyman, <laughs> the Goddamn Candyman, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, the Rochester Roadblock, yeah, and that, the Ding Dongs, the, the Ding Dongs are they? Yeah, no, no, but uh, that it's a shame it, we didn't a see who of professional wrestling. I think you'd have loved to see him in Mr. Perfect. Of a match, yeah. it never actually happened. Didn't align. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, Brett. I'm not sure if they had matches. They probably had matches in WCW down the line, but they only had that one match, I think. Um, well, they did way back in the day, didn't they? As part of the heart. Yeah, probably. Nation, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, for me, when I got into wrestling, which was, you know, as we said, WrestleMania six time, he was the the main sort of bad guy then the Macho King that sort of thing and that was 
Yeah. And, yeah, he, and, and in that time period, he was the only one who was actually quite a good wrestler as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could, yeah. Could, yeah. Didn't he he, he was go. doing the, and like you said, the, the, the magical thing, which I think, some, I think Bret Hart's got the same, where you could, you could wrestle the same style as a heel or a face, you know? Which I think, I think someone like, um, probably else if you've got like a, quite an a, a, a aggressive kind of ground work thing as well. So like with, um, obviously Brett had the, he could do the submission stuff, he could be vicious if you wanted to be a, a yeah, heel yeah. wrestler. A bit like sort of Danielson where you can make that person a, a heel with the same move set, it was just you just yeah, yeah, you do it with just, different intensity. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's a different. It's what you do in between those matches. Yeah, yeah. That characterise you. Just you're basically the same wrestler. Yeah. That's that's the good point about those sort of people. They don't need to to change their style. No. To, to jump between heels and faces is what you do it's what you do in interviews and yeah. it's, it's what you do with the storylines and it's what you do to make people believe why should you change yeah. dr- dramatically as a wrestler no. it's not it, it's, it, it smacks of not being believable yeah. if you have to change your entire style and your moveset just to accommodate a, a, a you, you have a heel mannerisms within what you do as a wrestler yeah. that, that that makes sense that, to, to, to change every last move to be a bad guy yeah doesn't make any fucking sense does no. it no I mean you could say Hulk Hogan could do that but that's because he wrestled as a heel anyway even when he was a face yeah yeah he, 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 scratching he, people's back and things yeah, like that he didn't yeah. say anything did he ever? no no no, no. no. The, 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 it, it's it's what you do outside of the ring yeah that makes you makes you a heel or a, or yeah. a face it's no you shouldn't really... You might take the odd liberty. Yeah. But he didn't change his style at all. No. As a, as a face, he would still take the odd liberty. Yeah. yeah, And choke people behind the referee's back and do yeah. things like that. It's just... He just was he just was him, wasn't it? And it's a shame that he didn't ever... And uh, then the, he drove into a tree. And, yeah. And there were the rumours about him and certain people... You can say Stephanie McMahon. Well, yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, and he had underage sex with her, well, so it's okay. That's the rumour that that happened. That's the rumour. The rumour that happened. And that may have in- influenced him not ever getting back into the Hall of Fame or anything like that, or until he's gone. Which is, I mean, it's not, I say, if he if that did happen, then it's not a shame, is it? Because, yeah. But if that didn't happen, then... It does seem a bit strange that he was never because everyone else came back, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So there must be some reason he didn't come back. So I think probably half of it was due to him just being a stubborn old cunt. Well, yeah, yeah, there is that as well. Yeah, yeah, and slightly bonkers as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but it was nice to look back at some good wrestling and from a good time as well because again, a lot of that stuff. And some of those matches in there are matches that I remember from being younger, before I started masturbating. Yeah, yeah. And Which you uh, do now. Uh, they'll be chucking you out of the taxi later on, won't they? Probably, yeah. In the yeah. I've got work tomorrow, so... 
I just, so have I. I this just is said, not a fucking. It's, it's not a. a oh, Andy's Andy's working tomorrow. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, he's, the, he's the only one that works. No, I need to, everybody. I need to save my energy. So, um, I see. Yeah, that's my. Aunt. I'd leave the best part of you on the toilet seat, mate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I would crack one off. Uh, next week we'll be back with something else. Probably something Survivor Series related. Probably because we're in that Survivor Series it's season. That time, time of the week. Time of the month, um, time of the year. Thank you all for for supporting the show. It does mean I, I, we always do this in the second episode when we both had a few drinks and uh, get more emotional. But it, it does mean a lot that people support the show. Hey, I don't mean fuck all of me. I mean, in the way it doesn't mean anything to you. No, no. But I'm still quite amazed that. And again, the amount of people who've said that they've started podcasts because of us. Back in the old days, I mean, we've influenced quite a lot of people. You might not think so, but we have. I mean, they're all crap. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that, people. Yeah. No, they're all brilliant. But we've influenced quite a lot of people, and I don't think we have. People have got into. Well, no, they've told me that they have. That we have. So I'm not. You know, um, and some people have got back in the back into wrestling because of listening to us. So yeah. Well, what are we gonna finish with? Aren't you brilliant? The fucking boss. Yeah, the fucking. Oh, no, I am brilliant. Yeah, thanks, mate. I am. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna be going out to um, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Bands. I'm on fire. Yeah. From, After that, we follow one of the young Yeah. Okay. Uh, Johnny, come home. We afterwards. So. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Um, yeah, on, on you go. Fuck off, and we'll see you next week. See, I'm nice to you. I don't tell you to fuck off. No, no. Ever. No. I, I love you more than he does, so. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not saying I like any of you. No. To be fair, um, especially if you're northern. No. And go and find out, go and, go and look at the playlist, because it's great. Don't, don't, don't. And Bruce Springsteen will be added to it. Well, there you And go. Bruce Forsyth as well, if I can find anything by him, so. Right. Board to run, run to board. <laughs> Right on that note. Bruce E. Springsteen. <laughs> so we're just getting going now, right? We'll take care, guys, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, Bye. bollocks. So much better than last week.
time Just like someone took a knife Baby, edgy and dull And cut a six-inch valley Through the middle of my skull At night I wake up With the sheets soaking wet And a freight train Running through the middle of my head Only you Cool my desire 